This show is powered by BL3P, the Lightning-enabled European Bitcoin exchange. Collect the builds. Pavelnix, uh, BTC Pay Server, Spiral Grantee, and Stratum V2. The Serbian word for Belgrade means white city. Did you know that the city is named after the white stones used to build the fortress on the hill overlooking the rivers? Yes. Is it true that you have a hidden musical talent of playing accordion? <laughs> no. Have you ever been so caught up in developing on Bitcoin that you forgot to eat or sleep for days on end? Yes. Serbia is known for its unique and delicious cuisine, including dishes such as Siwapsi, Kaimak and Aivar. But did you know that Serbian chefs also created the first food printer that used uh, eatable ink to print out custom designs on pancakes? No. Do you enjoy starting your day with cleaning bots across multiple organizations and repos? You've a member on, on of uh, Twitter, <laughs> GitHub, sorry. No. <laughs> Is it true that the Red Star Belgrade has won the Serbian Super League, the top tier of the Serbian football, more, than, more times than any other club? Yes. Will Tesla resume accepting Bitcoin payments by 2024 using the BTC Pay server? Yes. If you were stranded on a deserted island and could only bring one item related to the Lightning Network, would you choose your BTC Pay server hoodie? Yes. Do you find it difficult to resist the urge to evangelize the Lightning Network at social events or family gatherings? Yes. Are you Satoshi Nakamoto? No. <laughs> Welcome to the Connected World Weekly Podcast. I'm Edward. And I'm Steph. We are ready to take you with us into the beautiful world of the Lightning Network. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the ride. ride. This is episode 72 of Connected World. Paf, Steph, good to have you. Good to have you. Uh, this show is made possible by BL3P, the European Bitcoin Exchange, and uh, Bitonic, uh, which is uh, the company behind BL3P, is 11 years old uh, today, Steph. Uh, wow. Do you know that? Can we cheer? Or do you <laughs> have yeah, to cheer? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I have a cheer here. All right. Uh, Let's do it. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> it is today, so yeah, well, it's uh, great. And um, thank you, uh, the guys at BL3P, for helping us with our mission. And if you also want to help out, then uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, subscribe, subscribe at our YouTube channel, or uh, if you have some questions for us, then go to our Telegram group and uh, you can uh, always ask everything. So that's, uh, that's great. And of course, you can also, also donate, try the donation bots within uh, the Telegram uh, group. Which is powered uh, by, by uh, BTC yeah. Pay Server, by the way. I'm that's right. That. Yeah. But we can talk uh, <laughs> later on about it. Okay, <laughs> let's go to the, the highlights first. Connect the world. Uh, this time it's a highlight uh, from our own because, uh, yeah, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Daily Moon. Um, if ev everyone, uh, well, of course, knows the Daily Moon, but for those people who don't know it, uh, the Daily Moon has the ambition to, um, yeah, being the ultimate source for everything related to uh, lightning. 
and the Lightning Network. And um, so dedicated to making sense of it. And it's uh, not only for, um, yeah, for uh, seasoned experts, but also for beginners. And it uh, brings you the latest news um, within the scene and the uh, Lightning space insights, uh, updates, analysis on adoption and uh, achievements. And of course, also uh, very technical uh, stuff. So for everyone, uh, there is something uh, to stay informed and uh, we got you covered. And um, the Daily Moon has, uh, of course, a website with articles, uh, tdm.news. There you can find it. Uh, and uh, they're also active uh, on Telegram and uh, they have a Twitter channel. Uh, so you can um, yeah, check uh, the high quality content there. Uh, it's interesting. Just subscribe and uh, you, you'll stay up to date. So um, yeah, I'm curious, Pav, what do what source do you use to um, to have all the, the latest news uh, related to Lightning? Do you have a source? or? Oh, since recently I do follow Telegram uh, bots. Awesome. Uh, I'm not sure. And no, no bullshit Bitcoin, I think it's the name. And then yeah. Stacker yeah. News but as well. So that's the two news sources and, that I use. And after tonight, you're subscribing to the Daily Moon, of course. Absolutely, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but the no, interesting but thing, no bullshit Bitcoin, I use it all, uh, all also, but it's, uh, the Daily Moon is only li lightning. So that's, uh, for me, it's easy to, um, yeah, to, to focus then on just one subject. So if uh, someone is interested in doing that, then uh, you can go uh, to the Telegram group, uh, for example, t.me slash the Daily Moon. Um, the Telegram channel, I must say. No and Bullshit if you Lightning. Subscribe, yeah, well, No Bullshit Lightning. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> would be a great name. <laughs> At Daily Moon, because Lightning is going to the moon, right? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's continue, guys. Verbinden. D. Yeah, Bell. let's give our guest a proper a welcome. Proper welcome, yeah. Bev. With Pav Linux. Pav, <laughs> Good to have you on the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. It's awesome being here, finally. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Hey, yeah, I already mentioned that uh, we use a Telegram bot for our donations. Uh, and this uh, Telegram bot is uh, yeah, custom built by one of our uh, community members. But it uses BTC Pay Server running on a node that uh, the, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the founder of Satoshi Radio uh, runs. Um, and he uses it uh, at their website. Um, so uh, BTC Pay is generating the invoice. And when the invoice is paid, uh, people can, uh, can put a, a small text or whatever they want uh, in a field and then uh, it automatic automatically um, displays that uh, information also in the telegram groups we um, we connect it through the to that uh, um, to that board to that server it's like so. giving a boost with a message it's yeah it's, yeah but using btc pay and and the the, the website I, I i think that's still interesting it's uh, yeah that you can do it from uh, from the web website itself yeah it's, uh, and that you can great. build and, and and let's let's yeah. start the show then with a compliment <laughs> because i i i know the famous word of uh, famous words of bart he says yeah i'm using btc pay and it just always works it never yeah, crashes it's always up uh, yeah. so i don't have any uh, regrets uh, starting uh, because it's it can be a hassle right starting uh, starting up like a service uh, choosing a service you like and he started with btc pay i don't know why he started because it was uh, quite a while ago, so maybe it was even uh, one of the few uh, services that could, um, um, yeah, build that, that you could build up onto. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, then it never failed. So uh, you did a good, uh, good job, Papa. <laughs> I love hearing that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting. You don't need to be a merchant or something to uh, to run uh, the BTC Pay uh, Lightning node. No. So that's uh, yeah, that's really great. 
Hey, and Pav, uh, I, I've looked at your, um, well, your resume, your website. You're active on so many different uh, spaces. It's just crazy. Um, I see, um, for example, your spiral grantee. Um, and uh, you make there a funny uh, notion about um, being, uh, uh, that you bribe them with awkward Serbian music. <laughs> I was instantly uh, triggered by, by that, but of course you did something other uh, uh, things great because, uh, yeah, a, a Spiral Grantee, can you explain what it means and uh, what you do? Yes, Spiral is an independent entity within a block uh, company funded by Jack Dorsey, formerly Square, and their sole mission is to fund Bitcoin development and Bitcoin developers and contributors in Bitcoin. Uh, no strings attached. They provide grants to um, what I like to say, talented people in the space um, to work on what they love um, and support them uh, along the way. So I'm very grateful that Spiral has been uh, supporting me alongside, I think, over 50, 60 or even 70 people. I'm not sure an exact number, awesome. but they recently tweeted out that they gave away uh, $7 million to, I think, 70 and more grantees in total and projects and everything. So that's impressive numbers. That's a, yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah. And there are no conditions to that grant. So, I mean, you can just do whatever you want, right? Yes. Uh, as you, I said, I just shipped them uh, awkward music and then they extend <laughs> my grant. But in reality, <laughs> there are proposals and there are um, deliverables that we sometimes set as a goals to ourselves. But in reality, you're your you're, you're own boss, boss in this situation. So yeah, you need yeah, to be very yeah. self-motivated in order to, to work in this structure. And it's not for everybody, but it, it, for me, I love it. Yeah. So you have a strong mo motivation. What really mot uh, motivates you to to being active in uh, in, in the lighting and Bitcoin space? I mean, I just love Bitcoin. Uh, it's Etos, what it stands for. Uh, and I love Bitcoiners. Uh, I love interacting with people and learning for them yeah. from them and just being the dumbest person in the room constantly. May sound harsh, but it's also well, amazing. It sounds familiar. <laughs> yes, it's also amazing because you get to learn uh, every single day and improve Absolutely. and work on yourself. Yeah. So that's really what drives me forward, I think. And awesome. does the team at Spiral, um, for instance, keep an eye on your GitHub repositories that, that they somehow keep track of what you are doing because i can imagine that they prefer to uh, that you to work on um only open source projects because well yeah i mean otherwise they maybe uh, are funding a company that well you know you never know of course uh, do you think they keep an eye on your your uh, repository there Maybe they have some cats and spies that are spying on us. But from what I'm aware, uh, no, <laughs> they sometimes just say hi and check on us. It's mostly Steve, Connor, Haley and the team around it. But yeah. they're really supporting us along the way. We want to ensure that we are happy with what we are doing. And then they're also learning from, from the work we are doing. So I guess that's also beneficial for, for them as well. Perfect. Hey, Pav, I also read that you've been active for Bitcoin Smiles, and uh, that sounds familiar, Steph, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. In El Salvador. What we, did you do uh, did there? A, because I know they had a, a BTCP server there running. Yes, I, I funded Bitcoin Smiles, funded it with, uh, with Enrique. Um, it's the two yeah. of us that communicated and get to, uh, well, invented uh, the idea in a way <laughs> we wanted to have a way for to fundraise and gather money for all these uh, 
people yeah. who are underpowered in, in, in El Salvador. And that's how the initiative was born, but it's now being laid, uh, led by the, by the community of really awesome people. And it's going forward. And I'm so happy to right. see it uh, going forward. Cool. Because yeah. Erika is the dentist, right? Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, and he helps people who don't have any money or resources to, uh, to keep their, um, yeah, to keep their smile. He provides dental it. care to the uh, people who do not have, uh, who never had access to, to medical uh, health, uh, basically, and yeah. system. So he is single-handedly helping all these people. And we, he brought Perfect. smiles to over 50 people and maybe even that many kids as well. Yeah, we, we had a crowd serve, uh, crowd um, funding, uh, funding yeah. in, in yeah. our um, community. But how many um, sets? It was really a was lot. It half a bitcoin or something. It was it was it was pretty yeah epic. I think it was half a bitcoin. And or it so. was interesting because then um, uh, Bart need, needed to send it through Lightning. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, it was half a bitcoin. He did it uh, partially, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, or in two uh, instances or something. Something like yeah. that, yeah. So, because of uh, course you need And you also uh, spoke to him because he yeah, um yeah. he was on um he was in uh, El Salvador when um the um uh, bill uh, the 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 new um uh what was it it was Bitcoin day right when he uh, yeah, arrived yeah it was Bit Bitcoin day yeah yeah and and then he spoke to um to Enrique also so that was funny yeah that was really great to to have the community uh, help out uh, in such a massive way, it um, it's really great to uh, to uh, see that you uh, yeah you you've also uh, been a big part of that. So yeah, it's, uh, it's really great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, hey, um, we have all kinds of questions for you about uh, BTC Pay Server and also uh, Stratum, uh, or is it Stratum? Stratum? We all say we say Stratum, right? In, in yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's Dutch. I don't, I, don't I, know. I would call it Stratum <laughs> as well. In, in Stratum, yes, yeah, oh, Stratum. Even harder, so, yeah, yeah, but Stratum. I think it Let's could go. be yeah, Stratum. Maybe that's how people call it. Yeah, SV2 cool. is also sv2 yeah SV2. that's <laughs> e easier <laughs> yeah we want to talk about that project too but it has to be in the 21 minutes so um if you're ready yep. pav and, and edward we uh, would like to enter that part yes let's go let's do it okay let's first start uh, simple with btc pay server uh, can you tell us a little bit about um, yourself and your role in the development of btc pay uh, server yes um there are no former uh, formal roles in open source. So my role is actually janitor. I'm just helping people who are actually developers develop software and supporting them along the way, making sure that they are focused on developing BTC based server and cleaning stuff that nobody wants to do or clean. Um, it's uh, the role in a fiat world world would be project or product manager or however you want to call it, but it's janitor yeah, yeah. officially. Cool. And, and what's your background then? Did, did you already had a, 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 a job in a previous uh, company or something? Um, I was in e-commerce before that, had a several e-commerce businesses and then discovered BTC Pay Server through that and decided that e-commerce is not for me and that I just love open source and Bitcoin and uh, cool. went full time from there. And when was it? It's a great combination, yeah. Um, yeah. When, when uh, was that? That was somewhere around early or yeah, 2017, I believe, um, okay. is when I decided to go <laughs> all in, in BTC Long time ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. Irresponsibly long. <laughs> yes. During a bull run, right? So oh, 2017. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Hey, can, can you um, explain to our listeners who uh, don't know what BTC Pay Server is and, and how it exactly works? Sure. So very briefly, BTC Pay Server is a piece of software which allows you to accept Bitcoin payments. So um, it is completely free to use because like Bitcoin, it is also open source software and there are no fees when you use it because you are your own uh, payment processor. It is a self-hosted so software. So you as a user would run it on your own infrastructure, computer, virtual private server or a node. Um, like, um, I don't want to advertise any nodes or <laughs> services right now, but there are plenty of them who, which integrate BTC based server. But yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, like, for example, Voltage also um, has the possibility to add uh, yes. a BTC based server to your uh, dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And what unique features or capabilities sets BTC uh, Pay Server apart from other uh, uh, Lightning payment processors? Yes, um, unlike traditional companies who host uh, software for you uh, and are intermediaries between you and your customers, uh, BTC Pay Server is self-hosted, so it enhances privacy between the customers and yourself uh, because no, nothing is leaked to any third party and it works in a similar way uh, Bitcoin is supposed to work without intermediaries. And on top of that, it um, also comes bundled in with a lots of fun features, which we as a Bitcoiner love to play with. So. It is a software that brings a lot of projects and lots of technologies together in a very coherent, well, I hope it's a coherent and easy to use uh, interface, which we keep on improving. And you, you say fun features, what's your favorite one then? Because uh, you're smiling a bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I love uh, Lightning Address feature recently. I've been using that one, yeah. crowdfunding, and I also use payment requests to, to invoice people. Um, just send them a link, they click on that link and then they can pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah. And I saw awesome. the latest, is, is this also part of the latest, latest um, uh, release? Because you introduced many new features. Is it also one of the, uh, the latest uh, release? Actually, these are a little bit old school features that I use, but recently we shipped a lot of um, improvements on the user side and on the interface. And we also introduced something that allows people to sell their Bitcoin or a portion of it uh, through, through, through an exchange. We call that a custodial exchange uh, plugin. Uh, and it allows, for example, in this concrete release, we made integration with Kraken so merchants can sell their Bitcoin um, to, to Kraken. Um, as I said, a portion of it uh, or entirely, uh, it just depends on, on their needs. And then automatically, so when you receive a payment, you can split the payment, for instance, and then uh, get a percentage to crack and automatically. That or... part is a little bit manual uh, because okay. Uh, okay. it requires keys to be uh, online yeah. or hot wallet sure. to, to split yeah. them. So it depends yeah. on the configuration that merchant has. Sure. Yeah. And another recent improvement uh, is the introduction of a physical point of sale uh, devices like smartphones and NFC functionality. How do you see these features being used by, uh, by merchants and how do they benefit um, for the overall adoption of the Lightning Network? Yeah, so we have a web app currently, which people can just run on any point of sale device. Um, we did a bunch of improvements there um, that completely in a way can abstract that you're even using Bitcoin if you don't want them to know that you're using. So it's, it really looks like fiat world well, where people can use a, a, in a way credit card like Bolt card and just tap on the NFC device and it goes payment goes through. 
So in a way, you can also abstract Bitcoin from all of that. But of course, a lot of Bitcoiners use it. Uh, it prints out receipts even, so people love those features. And it's like physical interaction with Bitcoin when they use that point yeah. of sale because they can feel it in their hand, they can see the receipt, and it yeah. brings a yeah. lot of joy to people. And giving them the same experience, but then uh, yes. giving them a better feeling about it. Or yeah. just telling them, hey, I just saved uh, three or six percent by this, by doing this. And <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> That's really awesome, yeah. There are also various plugins and integrations uh, available for, for BTC Pay Server. Well, a lot of our listeners and viewers um, are node runners. Uh, are there any particular popular or innovative uh, integrations that you can highlight for, for, for that particular uh, group? Mm, okay, so well, for per in particular for node runners, I assume um, something that helps them manage their channels and the interface for that can be interesting. So something like Ride the Lightning or integrations with Zeus can be interesting. But in the context of plugins, we are developing a lot of uh, more interesting features to come, especially for Lightning uh, users. Uh, through plugin system, we want to enhance user experience, but also allow people to build uh, cool stuff within BTC-based server without us having to uh, basically be in control of those features. So users mm. can independently develop them and then use them. So it's in a way, it's similar to, to what WordPress, for example, does. So, yeah. And what's the one then that you're the mo most proud of? Or can't you tell us now because it's still on the release list? Or <laughs> uh, let's say that my favorite one is uh, to be developed yet. But, okay. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. And when, when will it release? Uh, well, this one is uh, in one year horizon, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But Ooh, that's, so that's, it must uh, be a pretty lot big of work. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of work. Hey, you mentioned er er earlier, well, BTC Pay Server is self-hosted, open source and free to use. Um, can you talk a little bit about the importance of these characteristics um, and how they contribute to adoption of Lightning and uh, Bitcoin? Um, well, it, they, they remove the barriers because traditionally um, you as a merchant or as a user have to register on the website. That website has to follow some sort of regulations. So, for example, people in certain countries cannot even use Lightning if they are going through the route of having a custodian or having like somebody who controls their funds or provides payment service for them. So in yep. a way, it's very important to have a software which you can run on your own uh, without anybody having uh, a control over over basically your your entire business and if you think uh, about um, well a merchant using a BTC pay server is it also uh, a specific advantage then or, or do you have other specific advantages that uh, brings the, the, that to the the, the the user experience there are a lot of user groups so merchants is our main focus we really are focused on merchants but then you have as you said node runners you have freelancers who yeah. use btc pay to invoice clients you have people who are developers who build on top of btc pay just like mm. the, the integration that you guys uh, mentioned earlier so it, it's a, basically a payment technology stack which people can use to do all sorts of things yeah and um, well, at the Bitcoin Amsterdam uh, conference, we also talked on the workshop stage and uh, also Bas Peters and Wouter Semme. Uh, they talked about the potential uh, for users to white label BTC Pay Server and build businesses around it. Um, can you provide some examples of successful use cases or companies that have had um, leveraged BTC Pay Server in this way? 
Yes, so it is very important to allow flexibility for, for people, especially when they're integrating something as important as a payment infrastructure. Yeah. Um, especially as a free and open source software, we do want people to build on top of BTC-based server and extend the use cases and just have their creativity and not have any uh, hands tied in any way when they develop. So um, people really appreciate that they like uh, using custom features, having their own designs for the invoices, having their own logo. And we're really uh, pushing uh, very hard in that direction to allow them even more customizability, but in a very easy way for, for merchants, but also for developers. And speaking of an example, I would say the most famous example of somebody white labeling BTC-based server is Elon Musk. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when Tesla yeah. used to accept uh, Bitcoin payments, they used BTC-based server, but completely white labeled the, the front, uh, the, the invoicing part of it. So nobody knew um, that they were using it. And when, Every, when did, everybody was testing it, right? Uh, customization. Yes. <laughs> but, but when did you guys find out that, that they, they used your servers? So we figured out by um, expecting, in, inspecting their <laughs> CSS code and then seeing that uh, there is a very specific uh, string uh, that reminded us, of, oh, this is our invoice string, actually. But then later on, we got the confirmation even from, from uh, some of their employees that they were using. But they also reported a few bugs, one, yeah, some yeah. of their engineers. Uh, yeah, yeah that's right. right. Yeah. They yeah. even helped us patch one serious one. So, um, I mean, if they weren't using it, why would they be uh, so invested in figuring yeah. out uh, how it works and uh, even help patch, patch the, the vulnerabilities? And, and, and I can imagine because they have a complete different workflow, obviously. Uh, it's, it's a big company. It's, it's well, uh, one of the biggest companies um, in, 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 in America. Um, is there a workflow then? Did you guys learn from them uh, the process? They were um, addressing the bug to you and then working together to solve it. I mean, what did you guys learn from them? Um, we improved our vulnerability response processes as a result because some of their team actually helped us structure it because i mean we are open source project we are a very small team and mm. they have a better understanding of all of this so they provided us some resources that helped us uh, improve our responses uh, vulnerability response processes and yeah it was very um, interesting and fun experience uh, because you as an enterprise for example appreciate to have a full control over the code and be able to inspect it and not having to trust anybody and ma minimize the cost and then customize it to your own abilities. So in that regard, uh, BTC Pay was very um, interesting project for, for them to try and uh, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, I want to come back at um, uh, the presentations you guys gave at uh, Bitcoin Amsterdam because I can remember at the Q and A um, at the end there was someone uh, who um, uh, had a question about the possibility to implement an auction opsi uh, auction uh, plugin uh, for BTC Pay server. Is it yet um, uh, considered since the presentation uh, to implement, or yeah, what's what's the status? So we uh, evaluate all of these requests. We try to have people uh, to pose them on our GitHub discussions and then vote from them. That's how we prioritize features. So far, at, at least as far as I'm aware, we didn't have much um, queries with regards to having auction, though I, I can see that being a very interesting plugin. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it will be, I think, because there are a lot of um, interesting uh, projects now uh, using uh, auction auctioning um so so yeah yeah i think there is a really uh, an interesting use case and i 
really love that feature that it, uh, it, it there is BTCP server, there are users using Lightning, and then some somebody will en end up uh, with a new use case and then think, well, uh, let's uh, try it out. And then all the existing uh, payment processes need to yeah be flexible. <laughs> so uh, yeah, interesting. And how does um, BTCP server, when you install it on a Lightning node, uh, how does it handle uh, channel management and liquidity provisioning when interacting with uh, Lightning Network? Yeah, that's one part that we really want to improve in the future. And actually, it's on our roadmap to integrate something that I think Synonym uh, as a company and John Carvalho uh, spec'd mm -hmm. out. So they are working on something called LSP specs. So until that is ironed out, um, we will hold our horses in a way and then integrate <laughs> um, LSPs within the BTC pay server. But we want to really integrate okay. them independently so that you as a merchant can get liquidity and not have uh, any single entity imposing anything on you. So it's a little bit um, tricky problem to solve, but I think yep. once this is packed out, we'll be able to, to integrate a better experience for Lightning users. That's yeah, and there are some workarounds, like uh, I know uh, that Voltage is uh, having a service or something uh, that if you have a Lightning node running there, then um, you have some incoming uh, uh, li liquidity. So um, they're solving the problem, but that is not possible when you self-host a Lightning node, of course. I mean, you can always go and buy liquidity independently yeah. and just add yeah. your node ID and people will open channels with you. So, yeah. But it's That's not right. really intuitive process for everyday merchants. So. It well, is. I promise yeah. we will work on improving <laughs> this very soon. Awesome. Are you guys also working on uh, upcoming advancements uh, in the Lightning Network protocol, such as Taproot or RGB or any other uh, layer two solutions? Uh, not as far as I'm aware, but okay. our wizards okay. always have some uh, things on their mind. So <laughs> I, I, I won't say a definite no, but I'm not aware okay. of such pro uh, progress. <laughs> Uh, well, um, a Lightning developer, John Law, uh, published a proposal about hierarchical uh, channels. And these hierarchical channels allow uh, users to flexi flexibly uh, and off-chain uh, adjust the capacity of Lightning uh, channels. Uh, the introduction does not require any further changes to the underlying Bitcoin protocol. What's your take on this? And do you believe uh, these updates to the spec uh, are necessary for making uh, lighting more appealing for casual users or beginners? I mean, uh, like any software, uh, it needs to be improved and it needs to be nurtured in order to, to, to work. So software is not a constant. I recently tweeted out that angrily because people keep saying, never change Bitcoin, never do anything. <laughs> but, you know, you need to maintain it needs um, and just things evolve. So software also needs to evolve and become uh, more and more uh, flexible and usable. So I'm not aware on that particular proposal that you said, but it sounds very interesting. Uh, I, I got something yeah, similar from Burak in Italy. He started also yeah. talking yeah. around something from what I remember. It was very similar, but it was very beyond my... Uh, uh, well, technical knowledge to, to, to understand I it fully. I asked on Twitter for the proposal because it was indeed very interesting what he tweeted out. And, uh, and I thought, well, <laughs> what is it? But um, I think Lightning Network, perhaps you have the same feeling, is the part of the usability and flexibility that Bitcoin doesn't have. And so it's, it's, it seems like the total opposite because it, it just... Uh, is only busy with uh, enhancements and and uh, more uh, possibilities. So yeah, it's uh, it's moving a lot. 
I mean, it's our, it's the best what we have currently. So we just have to invest yeah. all the efforts in order to, to make Absolutely. it usable for, for everyday folks as well. Yeah. That's correct. I want to talk about the Stratum also a bit. Uh, you're also working to bring more adoption to the next generation mining protocol Stratum uh, version 2. Uh, this version was designed to address the shortcomings of the original Stratum uh, protocol, such as bandwidth inefficiencies and centralization issues. What are the main advantages of this newer version? So, um, Stratum V2, uh, I'll try to be concise. It's a topic that really <laughs> excites me. So, But Stratum V2, as you said, um, tries to resolve some of the inefficiencies of the current protocol, which all the miners use Stratum V1. Uh, some of them include security. For example, all of the miners on the network communicate through plain text, so it's not encrypted. Communication between them is not encrypted. Um, as you said, there are some also optimization in terms of performance with the Stratum V2, but what everybody are excited about is the ad advancements with regards to decentralization, uh, because in the Stratum V1, uh, it's the mining pools that currently do uh, transaction selection on behalf of the miners in a way, so they are a single point of failure. Mm -hmm. um, and potential uh, point that can be censored, wherein in Stratum V2, uh, it's uh, up to individual miners to run their own nodes and uh, basically select uh, transactions and propose them then to the pool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what exactly do you do uh, to bring more adoption to this version of Stratum? Because I've read that your, uh, your main focus is uh, bringing more adoption on this t uh, second generation uh, stratum protocol um what is it what you do for uh, for that yeah so like in any project i tr just try to be useful and see which areas um, i can be uh, and my skills can be helpful um in particular with stratum v2 community or our implementation is actually called strata reference implementation or sri so uh, it's an open source implementation of the Stratum V2 protocol, basically. So um, there I'm also in a way doing some project management work, helping people organize um, release cycles, but also communicate a lot with uh, end users, miners, mining pools to see what are their needs and how to get this implemented. Um, also uh, helping write uh, some of the documentation appearing uh, in public also talking about it educating people about uh, this um, new protocol and yeah basically just uh, janitorial work that i enjoy you don't want me to code mm -hmm. but i can do everything else i guess <laughs> <laughs> and stratum v2 will also be an open source implementation for miners and mining uh, pool operators allowing them to benefit from improved efficiency security and decentralization features but how important is it that all the limitation of uh, version one will be addressed. In other words, does the success of Bitcoin depends on uh, fixing this most widely uh, adopted protocol for, for mining Bitcoin? I would say that uh, Stratum V2 currently is the best shot to, to get uh, more decentralization in Bitcoin. There are certainly other maybe projects or approaches that can help with this, but it's currently the best we have. And I think the adoption of it is critical to, to Bitcoin's uh, censorship resistance. Perfect. And well, are there any other protocols uh, besides Stratum that are used? Um, not that I am aware that are used. There are some proposals okay. on decentralized pools and things like that, but nothing in, in use. 
Ja. Wow. Aha. <laughs> There's the gong. <laughs> There's the gong. Ja, yeah, indeed. Oh man. Ja, ja, ja. Conecta el mundo. Well, we had a lot of more questions, but um, for such a busy man, um, yeah, of course we, uh, we, because you're also active for Bitcoin design, um, uh, Bitcoin smiles, we talked about it, Spiral and BTP server. Uh, I think you're doing a great job. It was nice to talk to you and I hope that uh, you will have some uh, extra features that you want to talk about uh, the next time you're uh, with us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It was very, very interesting discussion. <laughs> sure. We, ha we have one question left for you. Yeah. Actually. It's a surprise, Puff. But um, we pre-recorded uh, three questions. Uh, you may only choose one. That's unfortunate, but you may only choose one. You can now uh, choose uh, between uh, Oscar from uh, Fountain, that, uh, that app, uh, Ton Koenen from Lightning Checkout, or uh, Zephyrin Bueller from Ellen Router, that app. Um, so yeah, tell us which one you want to, uh, to be asked. Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, I know Severin <laughs> from Alan Router, so I'll, I'll go yeah. with, with that one. Perfect. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Severin. My question for you is, how do we scale the Lightning Network uh, when we reach the point where all blocks are full with transactions and it's very expensive to open a channel and close a channel? What are your thoughts? That's a very hard one. I knew <laughs> the, the hard questions will come from They Severin. were all technical, so... <laughs> I mean, Sorry. Yeah, I can only envision that people... Uh, well, the, the way things stand currently, I can only envision that people will be onboarded through Lightning itself. Um, so maybe abstracting um, layer one entirely. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a proper way to solve this, but that's how things stand currently so we'll see if that's I, i'm certain that things will change this technology keeps evolving so i'm i'm uh positive that we will have a different different solutions for this as well perfect and well maybe you're one of the the ones that are going to to uh, to come up with the solution right i mean you know i doubt <laughs> I, I honestly doubt i will be the one but i will gladly uh, yeah help people who come up with these <laughs> proposals and, and clean their mess because that's also yeah, very as good a for janitor <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> okay thanks man thanks again thank you well where, where can people find you up if you can maybe share your twitter or whatever you want I mean, you can usually read my rants, uh, complaining um, <laughs> on Twitter at Pavlonex. Um, I'm also on um, GitHub. If you need anything, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Probably the best way to reach me. Uh, DMs open, so feel free to join me complaining how we need to improve Bitcoin. Perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> so thanks again, everyone, also for listening. And thanks to all members participating in Satoshi Radio Rings of Fire. And of course, thanks uh, to everyone helping to connect the world with us. If you like our content and please uh, support us in our mission, visit our website, connecttheworld.live, where you can also donate and subscribe, like and share our content on your favorite platform. We need you to complete our mission, connect the world. So keep those nodes running, sets flowing and drinks burning. And see you all next week on the same Lightning Channel. Alla vera, Republic. Dobre dan. Dobre dan. <laughs>